The Bears and the Cowboys keep their playoff hopes alive with big wins on Sunday, while the Raiders, yeah, they're toast. John Gruden, what were you thinking? Find out who else is in the playoff hunt and who's on the outside looking in. Big 2021 NHL changes are coming, and George Kittle's a Bears fan? The Bears! Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring an in-your-face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's Smack Wagon. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T-Dog Wiltberger. What do you hear? What do you say, L.V.? What's up, buddy? Oh, man, what a... What a weekend of football it's been if you're a Bears fan and if you're a Cowboys fan and then if you're a Ra- well, maybe not a Raiders fan. <laughs> no, not a Raiders fan, unfortunately. It was a tough one. It was a tough, tough uh, game to watch. We're talking yeah, that was, that was brutal. necks being cracked, blind passes down the left side of the field, all kinds of crazy stuff, man. We're going to have a good podcast. We've got a lot to talk about. On this week's Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. We could talk about the Bears with a big playoff chance or improving those playoff chances with a monster win over the Jaguars. And, you know, if they would have lost that game, you the, the coaching staff should have been fired on the spot. No ticket ride home on the plane. you you got to find your own way home. And send somebody to their cars at Soldier Field and slash their tires so they don't get to get home any easier there either. I mean, it was just you had to win this game. And you had to win it big. But I'll tell you what, man. Hmm. I did not like the way they were playing in that first half. Which one? Uh, the Raiders? I'm talking Bears now. <laughs> I'm talking Bears now. <laughs> the first half of that Bears game, that defense, they looked like they were on their heels. They didn't look like there was any sense of urgency. It was it was a little nerve-wracking in that first half. You figure we're going to come out of that first half against one of the worst defenses in the NFL tied at 10 if it wasn't for that last second interception that, that Glennon threw, the gift. Yeah, right. So, I mean, Trubisky did not, you know, made some mental mistakes in that first half. It just It was a little, little nerve-wracking. And then, but them to turn it on in the third quarter. Yeah. They, don't like, they scored 21 points in that third quarter. They don't like scoring points in the third quarter, but apparently that's what they had to do today. And how many points did they have? All of the third quarters leading up to that game. Well, they had seven going into I think last week last week's game, and what they, they put some points on the board last week, I believe. So they made that made a uh, a difference for them. Oh, you know what? Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. I forgot the. There we go. There Grab you go. There. Oh, oh, that's tasty. Yeah. So I, I actually watched the game on delay today because I hit the golf course today. Oh, nice! I, I was I was on the golf course today, so I had to record the Bears game and watch it watch it uh, kind of cram it in before our podcast here. But were you uh, out with that cheating Steve? And no, no good. No, no, Steve. No, no, no. Oh, okay. he gone. He gone. No, no. He gone. No. Okay. 
I hear no, you. Not out, not out with the cheat and Steve. Um, just cheating. Tim was out there. Just me. <laughs> no, it was me and Eddie and uh, Donnie went out there and we stunk it up. It was a wow. It was a rough. It was a rough eighteen. Right. But it was good to get out. It was seventy degrees today. It was beautiful here in Dallas, and got out there and hit the sticks. Being That's out good. and on yeah, the last week of December with shorts on and a short sleeve shirt playing golf, I can't complain. Well, no, Steve is up north. Steve and Chuck and those guys are all up north freezing their tuckuses off. Where it's like twelve degrees or they're getting snow. If you've watching the Packer game, they're getting pummeled with snow right now. So yeah, I don't miss that. So the Bears, I think, scored a total of twenty one points. Out of all coming those, in. yeah, combined coming in, and then they score 21 points in the third quarter to double their third quarter output, which is yeah. the, the the fewest. The obviously it's the fewest uh, points scored in third quarter for any team in the NFL. Well, and it was it was a complete effort by both the offense. I mean, I think they scored three touchdowns on the first three drives, or four actually, four touchdowns on their oh. first four drives of the second half. Brandon, one of them was after that turnover. What a game for Roquan Smith, though. Yeah. Holy crap. Two interceptions, fumble recovery. I think he led the team in tackles again. How is that guy not a pro bowler? Yeah, how is he not? How is he not a freaking pro bowler? I mean, that is just stupid. And it's Well, and how is how is Robinson not a pro bowler? I mean, he's got uh, over a thousand yards receiving by two pitiful quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Begin yeah, with. we talked about that last week. It's freaking ridiculous. But uh, Jefferson, Jefferson is a Jeff Jeffries out of Minnesota. That rookie, yeah, he's he's pro bowl pro bowl bound. Oh, he's stupid good, and he's a, he's, he's a good, good but he only has six hundred something yards receiving as a rook. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I I there's a few. Uh, if you look at it up and down, there's and there's always snubs. I get it. But when you look at just complete picture, what Roquan Smith does when he's in coverage, what he gives the Bears, yeah, sack numbers aren't going to be huge, but that's the defense he plays in. Yeah. You know, so I, I just can't – it's just – that was frustrating, and I think he just proved today why he – we've been talking about it all podcast season, that he should be a Pro Bowl and he's not. But he had a great game. Um, he is, you're right, Allen Robinson had another good game. He but did. Yeah. He had a great – Allen Robinson had a – he had, uh, what did he have here? I got it right here. Here, he had 10 receptions for 103 yards. No touchdowns, but he was thrown to in the end zone. That's when Mitch threw that, you know, bad pass oh. trying to get him. Now, he the scrambling was great. He he got out of the out of the pocket. He was able to scramble from left to right. But to make that throw, that's one you got to throw away. Or you oh, throw, throw out, of the, out of the end that zone. Was, those are the type of mental mistakes that actually got – Mitch in trouble and got him benched and just not making smart decisions. And you definitely can't do that in the red zone. And, you know, as I was watching the game, and of course, you know me, I don't like to know the score or the outcome or anything before watching the game. So I ignore, I ignore all the text messages while I'm out on the golf course. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it could have been an urgent message and I wouldn't have got it. And I come home and I'm looking at that going, Oh man, I re- I'm so tempted. When I saw that interception, I was so tempted to go to my phone and go, Am I going to go there and see LV texting me going, can you believe these son of a bees lost this game or whatever the case may be? I, I didn't do it. Um, but when, once they finally went up on that third, when they had that third touchdown, it was up 34 to 10. I pretty much went into fast forward mode. I checked all my text messages, looked at the score and all that stuff. So, Yeah, they, they did good. Uh, Trubisky went 24 for 35, 
24 out of 35 for 265, two touchdowns, a pick. He also ran one in. He had a good game overall. And you know what? Uh, uh, Roquan Smith is a pro bowler in my son's NFL 2020 team. Oh, in his season? In his season. He actually <laughs> he actually wins Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's controlled by him, though, right? Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, how how do they know? How do they know that he'd have a breakout season? <laughs> he had a breakout season with my son's, you know, now fantasy, in a sense, fantasy team. But the interesting thing about the Pro Bowl, though, did you hear what they're going to do? Because they're not obviously having the Pro right, Bowl. There's not going to be a game. There's not a game. There's going to be a game. There's absolutely going to be a game. A Pro Bowl game? There's going to be a Pro Bowl game. I thought they canceled the game. You know, that, well, not virtually. Not virtually. Oh, is it going to be a Madden play? It's, every oh. Pro Bowl player is going to get on the Madden game and actually play. And play as themselves. As themselves. That's what I heard. <laughs> okay. That's, oh, my God. That's gonna I, actually, that would be an interesting concept if you th- think about it because you still need coaches, right, because they're going to have to put guys in. And, uh Yeah. You know, you could be sitting there with your controller in your hand and your guy's standing on the sideline for two and a half quarters. That's stupid. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what... Oh, God, what this 2020 can just suck up. So Dave, just, uh, David Montgomery had a good good, uh, good rushing... Uh, I don't know how you want to say it. 23 oh, out been, of 95. 23 for 95 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he's been on fire the last three or four weeks. But the Bears offense has. I mean, he scored 30 points... Four straight games. It's the first time that's happened since eight years before my parents even thought about me. Really? 1965 was the last time they scored 30 points four times in a row. Yeah, I heard. Which so. doesn't surprise many because our, we've dealt with so many bad offenses. But Yeah, but I, I had heard that the last time they had scored 30 points three times in a row was before today's game was like, I don't know, 1980-something or 90. Uh, probably. I don't know, 80s or 90s. Well, yeah. the Bears, are we who we thought they were? I think so. So there's two teams that had a six-game losing streak that ended up going into the playoffs, too. Mm-hmm. Can the beer, the Bears, can the Bears, can the, beers. Can the Bears. Speaking of Bears. There you go. Some of us don't need to hear that. So can the Bears... <laughs> Be the third team to make the playoffs. They can. You're asking, will they? Yeah. I think that's really what you're asking because they can. They can. If they win against the Packers. Now, if we play like we did in the first half today defensively, I do not see us beating the Green Bay Packers. We cannot play that type of back on your heels type of defense, soft coverage. We've got to, that will, Aaron Rodgers will chew that up. Mm-hmm. So. Now, if we play like we did the rest of the game, yeah, I mean, we we beat a team we should have beaten by the score we did, 41-17. to 17. There's no question, you know, the Jaguars, they did not play Gardner Minshew for some reason, considering, I don't know if he was injured, but... I think it was a toss-up, dude. I think they flipped a quarter, to be honest well, with you. Well, he played pretty well last week, so I don't understand why he wasn't in there, other, unless they said our best chance of losing is with Mike Glennon in there. And so what happened at halftime, Ron? Is it the Bears' pep talk that got them over the hump, or was it the 
Jaguars owner that came downstairs and said, what the hell are you guys doing? You're what? supposed to lose this game. This game is too close. We can be giving up on the number one pick of college football. Right. So. Well, they don't have to worry all, about that now. Jets ended up winning today. They, I, they did. Now they've locked it. Now it doesn't matter what they do next week. They could win if they want to, you know, whether they will or not. But, um, but I don't know. I mean, like I said, if, if so, we obviously the Bears get a win uh, to to help their chances. So did the Cowboys. Big win by the Cowboys. Um, yeah, a big, big have, huge win by the Cowboys. By the way, oh yeah, that was monstrous win. I mean, first of all, the Cowboys are playing the Eagles. It's a it's division. Any mm-hmm. anybody that wins, if Washington loses, has a chance for potentially getting into the playoffs. Yeah. Well, it was a big set. It was sort of the same formula that the Bears game. It was a big second half. They had 300 plus yards in the second half. Philly's first three drives of the, the second half, three punts. Their last three drives, all turnovers. Wow. So they just, the, the wheels came off for the Eagles and the Cowboys with a big win um, to, to stay in the NFC least playoff hunt. Yeah. Um, and we'll go over that here in a second, you know, regarding the actual playoff uh, picture. Um, but yeah, big win by the bears, big win by the Cowboys Raiders. I'll tell you what, I just don't, that, that's a frustrating one because I really was, was high on, uh, the Raiders this year. I yeah. really thought, uh, Las Vegas was gonna, was gonna be able to, um, get things going. I mean, you watch the game, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was a tough, it, it, as the Raiders have played, all week long, as the play, as the Raiders played all week long, I mean all year long, really, not week, but all year long, uh, the Raiders basically have been doing exactly. Now, they've been hit with COVID outbreaks. They've been hit with uh, critical players being hurt. There, there's been a lot of... There, so have a lot of other teams in the NFL. Yeah, but... But those are the, the, that's the reality of it. Now, unfortunately, the teams that they had their players or some of their players, they were able to beat, like Kansas City. Nobody, I don't think anybody thought that the Raiders were going to beat Kansas City in Kansas City, right? And then it was a it was a crapshoot when Kansas City came to Las Vegas. It was another one that they could have won, possibly. But you know, it's funny. About that is the Bears, I mean the Bears, the Raiders have to be introduced into this week's smack wagon. Well, not 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 really the just the Raiders, LV, in my opinion. But John Gruden. There you go. Who I feel is one of the better coaches that have coached in this this fine game that I love. What the hell? Is he thinking first and goal on the one yard line, and instead of going for a touchdown, he decides to to take a knee and kick a field goal to go up by one instead of scoring a touchdown and potentially a two point conversion to go up by seven, forcing the um, dolphins the, the the dolphins to come back and win or to tie rather with a touchdown versus just a field goal. Yeah. And he said he defended it and says, you know, the math and things like that. And 
you know, the amount of time it takes, I think it was 19 seconds or something that they had. Now, granted, that play that fits uh, Fitzpatrick, where he's getting his head torn off and he throws the ball up, the cornerback let the guy run by for some reason. It was just a busted play all the way around. And then the 15-yard penalty, they kick the ball, they win it, and the Raiders lose the damn game. I'm sorry. You're one of the best coaches in the game. You're a very smart coach, but no. You do not do that in that situation. You absolutely score the touchdown there. You put your team up. You force the other team to have to go the length of the field, not a situation of the field goal. The Bears did it a few years ago where they against Denver where there was no business winning the game, and they threw that long pass and kicked a field goal. You just don't do it. You got a chance to score a touchdown and put the team away. Put the team away. John Gruden, you freaking blew it. Yeah, well, the Bears did that. You mentioned uh, against Denver, but the Bears, I think it was last year, that had a – I'm pretty sure it's last year. They had an opportunity to – all they needed was a field goal. They were within – to win. And they were – they were with – what – five yards out or whatever. I don't remember exactly. They were, they could have scored like they were first and 10 or first and whatever, first and goal. And they spiked the ball. And then they try to kick the ball for the field goal to win the game with seconds left. And they missed the field goal. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. It's, it just, it, bo- it boggles my mind. And I know Gruden says he's comfortable with it and he ran the math and all that in his head. But I'm sorry, you go. You need to put points on the board, and if you're gonna, if you have to force a team to score a touchdown with whatever 40, 50 seconds they would have had left, I would much rather do that than yeah. a potential field goal with 19 seconds. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, did he do the math and the numbers? Did he crunch the numbers on his defensive players? Because let's be honest, they suck. Oh, that they terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. So out of the out of the three teams we really cover on a regular basis here. The Raiders completely blew it. The Cowboys keep their chances alive, and the Bears keep their chances alive. And it is going to be a fun weekend of football after the new year. We got what? New Year's Eve is what? Thursday, I think? Thursday night? Thursday night, yeah. Yeah. Right now, the Packers, as of this broadcast, the Packers are slapping it to the the Jets or the uh, Titans right now. They're up by 26 points in the fourth quarter with about two minutes left. So that game's pretty much over. So it's going to be uh, it is going to be an interesting uh, finish here to the uh, playoff picture. Um, yeah, so but I don't know which. But go ahead. Here, but my thing is like, first off, when I'm watching, so we we go off, we start off with the 49ers playing the the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, man, the Niners are up. This is great. But is Robbie Gold trying to mess one up for us? Oh is yeah. He, it was he intentionally missing his kicks so they can lose and allow the Cardinals to, to slide in and, and keep their destiny for the playoffs. I mean, of all the players out there, you know, Robbie gold ended up uh, missing two field goal kicks and one extra point. So that's six, seven points that the Niners should have had. I think there should be an investigation. There should be an investigation. I think, I think he cheated. And he he tried to cheat, and it, absolutely, I, I good as bronze in my opinion. Well, the good thing is, is there was one Bears fan on that Niners team, and let's hear it from him. But uh, you know, just overall happy for the team, and uh, you know, I will say this: I I did grow up a Bears fan, and you know, the fact that we helped the Bears a little bit just makes me a little happier. So, uh, the Bears. 
but uh, thanks, guys. Thank See you. Ya. Wow, George Kittle. George Bears. Bears fan, baby. He's a Bears fan. I guess he's comfortable because his team's out of the playoffs, so he can he can truly root for who he believes in. He believes in the Bears. Yeah. And so should some of our couch potato fans out there. They should believe in the Bears, too. I know there's some of them that didn't believe in the Bears, and, and we even bash the Bears uh, for a few, season, a few seasons, for a few episodes. Rightfully so. Thank you. Yeah, rightfully so. They sucked. They did. I it I heard that uh, Lazar is still being the offensive coordinator. Yes, he he's still calling the plays. I th- well, there's a collaborative effort there, though. LV, let's not. It's not as this, as if Matt Nagy's completely hands off. It's a uh, trust me. He's making the calls on the you know third and shorts and the probably inside the 10 yard line. He's probably making the overall arching call on, you know, I want you to run the ball here. Yeah. Choose one of our two or three plays, whatever the case may be. So. Cause I see the playbook in Nagy's hand. Like I could see his, his folder yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but it's more or less. He hears the call, the play called. I'm sure he's got some veto power, you know, no bill. I don't want to do that one here or whatever the case may be. Or maybe it's a, a big crack and you know, it's all bullshit and he's actually making the calls and he's not telling anybody. Okay. I don't know. Well, maybe Bill Lazor just, you know, is just sitting there not doing nothing. I think after that Lions game, when Lazor made some poor choices when it was like third and five and, you know, not opening up or spreading out the offense, keeping it tight, you know, not allowing, you know, the the quarterback to 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 see where the defense is, you know, what's coming in at him. Mm-hmm. I think those decisions may have been made for him afterwards, meaning what you're saying, that Nagy might be the guy just putting something into his ear saying, no, I'm going to veto this or we're going to do that. And I think rightfully so, he should. He was an offensive coordinator for Kansas City Chiefs. So Who he got play calling handed to him from a head coach that was struggling on offense. Yeah. And Andy Reid, yeah. So I, I just feel like from that point on, the Bears' offense has looked really good. Now, who did we play? Well, well, let's be honest. Mitch Trubisky came back, and he's a lot more comfortable. He's a lot. He's playing a lot looser. It just seems that you know, early on in the season, he was playing just just as tight as can be, yeah. and he's not doing that right now. And whatever that whatever's changed there, the offensive line has gotten better over the last several games. But you're right. It's not as if we were playing, you know, the top of the NFL. We beat the Jaguars today. I mean, come on. Uh, but but regardless, you still can't take away from the fact that they're putting points on the board. The defense as bad and and at the right time, really, Ron, because the defense has not been playing well as good as they have early on in the season. And for whatever that is, whether it's wear and tear, whether it's just you know, uh, kind of the the grind of the season and and things like that, and other changes. Um, it's good that the offense is actually clicking right now because if not, then we wouldn't even be talking about the playoffs. The Bears would be getting run over by the smack wagon on a weekly basis. Yeah, right. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, playoffs. Uh, uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? playoffs? Yep. I just hope we can win a game. Well, we want, we're winning the games that we That's need right. to win. Playoffs. Three games, three games in a row after a six-game losing streak. Yeah, playoffs are in our hands. We control our fate. But we have to win to control that. 
<laughs> unfortunately. Well, which we did today. You have to win. Now, the the good thing about it, so we talked about the Bears winning and the Cowboys winning to keep their playoffs alive. So the Packers are going to win tonight for sure. So that they're going to move to 12 and 3. Now, here's the here's the thing that kind of it kind of sucks for the Bears in this in this playoff scenario, Ron, which which I'm, I believe, and I, and I actually, I, I'm not even 100% sure about this, but I thought I was, um, that the, the Cardinals, or rather the uh, Seahawks, at 12-3 and three right now. I'm sorry, 11-3. Wait, what are, what are the Seahawks? They are 11-4. and four. Should the Seahawks win uh, their final game against the 49ers, they will be 12-4. and four. If they tie the Packers, okay, yeah. the Packers... Did not play the Seahawks this year. So if the Packers did lose to the Bears and the Seahawks win, they'll both be twelve and four. Okay. Since they didn't play, it goes to conference record, which they'd both be nine and three. Okay. Okay. If they both finish nine and three on the conference record, it goes to common opponents. And in that situation, the Seahawks would be five and zero. Oh, Against common opponents, uh, where the Packers would be four and one in that in that scenario. So, unfortunately for the Bears, the Packers, I believe, will have something to play for on Sunday. They did not lock up home field advantage, and yeah. they could lose it should the um, Bears beat them. So that means that the Bears, of course, like you said, they control their own destiny. They get in and they win. Yeah, but they can get in with a win, um, or the Cardinals lose. Okay. So if the Cardinals, the Cardinals lose, the Bears are in. Um, now the Cardinals play the Rams, and the Rams actually, um, they are in some trouble. They have to beat the Cardinals. Have to. Yeah. They have. Yeah. They. Well. Well. No. Believe, well, they're in right now. They're in right now. But if they lose and the Bears win, they're out. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, it's it's a crazy it's a crazy because uh, uh, Cardinals situation. would jump LA spot, and then the Bears right. would take the wild card, right? Because the Cardinals would have a better division record; they would be three and three, um, where the Rams would be uh, two and four. Okay, so the Rams, if they can beat the Cardinals, uh, or if the Cardinals can beat the Rams, they can still get in uh, to that final playoff spot. Um, Wow. So it's just there's there's yeah a lot of things going on now the NFC least Washington that was a huge loss today man do they miss your boy Alex Smith no oh, I'm telling you dude unbelievable yeah. so they blew it because they had a chance so now they have to play the Eagles which I know we're not we're not haven't gotten into our picks yet but I think the Eagles are going to beat the Washington football team next week which means the Dallas Cowboys with a win over the Giants would come back and win the NFC least, which you know what? Who knows? It could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah, anything could happen. And then the so bear the Bears would play Cowboys. Bears would <laughs> no, not play the Cowboys. The Bears <laughs> would be play fun. either the Saints or the Seahawks. Uh oh. Is likely who they're gonna end up playing, which you know what? That's gonna be interesting. Who let's say the Bears do get their butts into this playoff picture. The Saints and Seahawks, who do you want to play? Well, first, I don't know. I see. I, I feel like we're. I feel like we're jumping to the what ifs, and because the Bears first, they they need to win. They do. 
because if, well, uh, when, if they're, when they're in, if they, they, they need to take care of their own business. They don't care about anybody else. They correct. just need to win. Again. And if LA win beats the Cardinals, then Bears could win or lose because they'll have the same record and they right. have the edge. Right. They have the edge. They have the tiebreaker. So they would be in. Um, yeah, they're in with the win or a Cardinals loss. So. Well, it's going to be, man. I, I honestly, I, I, I can't even think about who the Bears are going to play in the playoffs because they just need to win. And it's is it in Chicago? It is in Chicago. They have to go to Soldier Field. Oh man, there's no twelfth man there. Ooh, it's going to no, be tough. No, there's just cardboard cutouts of them. Actually, I don't even think Mayor Lightfoot allowed cardboard cutouts. That no, was against no. COVID protocol. Probably so. not. She she put her fist down on that one. Yeah, if, especially if it was men. I hear you. Yep. So there you go. But yeah, it's so that's the hey that's the NFC, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, and then Steelers finally got off the Schneid. Oh my! They've been Lord. losing quite a bit, and they almost lost that game. What a comeback! They were down what twenty-one to three or something like that. They have, and and you know what, the AFC, actually the AFC is a mess right now. If you, as, as far as the playoff picture goes, you've got the Colts, Browns, Ravens, and Dolphins are all tied at 10 and five. Yeah. All of them are tied at 10 and five. And the Titans who are going to lose to Green Bay today, they're going to be 10 and five. So you've got five teams log jammed at 10 and five. One of those five teams is going to be in the outside looking in. Like, so Miami the, the interesting thing about those teams, though, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, all four of those teams, all four of them win, they're in. Well, except for Indy. I take that back. Indy will have to win and get Miami, Baltimore, or Cleveland to lose or Tennessee to lose because Tennessee lost tonight's game, so they could also be knocked out. Um, Jesus. Yeah, so if Miami wins, they're in, or any of those three teams loses, so they've got the edge. If Baltimore wins, they're in, or... Cleveland in, or Indy loses, they're in. If Cleveland wins, they're in. Or if Indy loses, they're in. Or if Tennessee loses and Miami and Baltimore both win, they're in. I, I might have to go back and listen to our podcast to replay this. Jesus. To see if it makes sense. Well, the, the Indy, go ahead. No, I was just going to say. And then, and then uh, you know, the Colts, the Colts really, that was a big loss for them today. Because they they really needed to win this game for their playoff chances. Yeah, but there was a lot of big losses that should have happened. Unfortunately, like the Browns, I had the Browns to win today. But I didn't know that they had four wide receivers out on COVID. Four. They had to bring in scrubs from the practice squad. And they they basically told them the playbook in the parking lot of the hotel. Go right ahead. Tell me all about it. They they shared a hot tub with with a linebacker that was – in fact, really, they, supposedly, I don't know. That's what I heard. So yeah, the, the four wide receivers and a linebacker, a linebacker through contract contact tracing or whatever you call that. Yeah. Is why they got, they got, they got bounced. So yeah. So they, so they brought in practice squad. Yeah, sure. They brought in pa- practice squad players. They, you know, you can see it was evident in watching the game. If you, if anybody was able to catch that game, they were, not lining up. They didn't know what positions, like where they needed to be. They didn't know the plays. It was pretty evident, but what was really surprising. Did Nick Chubb get hurt? Because the only thing I saw was 11 carries for like 40 yards. They ran him 11 times. That just seems really I'm, odd. Yeah, I'm not sure if hurt. That just seems really odd that here you have a prolific football player running back 
and you you work them you run them eleven times. Well, they I know they were playing playing uh, um, you know come from behind, so that could you know they <laughs> they fell behind early, so that they may have gone away from their game. Plan. They that had to have, have they had to have because it should have been run run run, control the time, control possession possession possession, just control it, and then make a few throws when you can. But obviously that, that was not the case. Yeah, no, it doesn't, it does not appear that he was injured. So I, I know he only had, he had only five or six yards in the first half, um, but they fell behind and they basically, I think it was just a, a situation where they abandoned the run and they, you know, they were playing catch up and um, he was involved with a lot of, uh, in the uh, passing game. I think he had five or six catches, but um no, he was. It wasn't anything to do with an injury. It was just a matter of them going against the game plan and trying to figure out a way to get back into that game and not lose to the lowly Jets. Yeah. Well, the NFL needs to change a rule. That rule where you lose the, you fumble the football within two minutes, you have to be the only one to recover it. That shit. That's stupid, dude. <laughs> that is straight up stupid. I see the angst on your face. Like, on, and... I, I don't get that, dude. Like, really? Like, okay. I'm well, Baker Mayfield. Here, let me put it, let me put it into perspective. Here, let me put it out there. I'm Baker Mayfield. I am going to rush up the middle for one yard. It's called the quarterback sneak, folks. If you didn't know, and I was sneaky until I got the until I got hit from behind from another player on the other team, literally from the side, more to the back. I lose the ball, but my Boy from behind picks it up and off he goes and gets the first down. But because it happened within two minutes, he, Baker Mayfield has to be the one to collect the fumble and move it and advance it himself. Yes. That is stupid. That is well, straight part of, up dumb. Part of the reason that the, that's in place is so you can't be running and then go, oops, I fumbled the football to – a guy I see open, my teammate I see open ten years, ten yards up the uh, field, and he recovers. Yeah, him. because that's happened so many times. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's what the rules it plays for. I, so, it, but it, it but it doesn't happen back to where it was fumbled. Which in this case, it was behind the line of scrimmage, and the Browns lose. Yeah, but if if it was two minutes and one second, it would have been fine. Yes, but but because it was under two minutes. Well, you know that's that's the rule. That's a Come dumb on, rule. Man, if I had the smack wagon controls, I would be lighting them up. I mean, listen. John Gruden got a well-deserved smack wagon today. Cleveland now has a 50% chance of making the playoffs. They had a 97% chance of making the playoffs if they would have won against the the lonely Jets with their well, one win. It went win. up a little bit today with Tennessee's loss, though. So it went up a little bit. Okay, so maybe 55%. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland needs, they have not been in the playoffs since, what, 98 or something like that. Some ridiculous number. And well, they were, the, good news, well, the good news for them is that the Steelers, I don't believe they have anything further to play for except for whether they want to be the two seed or the three seed. They're going to be either two or three. And so maybe they're going to rest some people. I know they've really been hurting and, you know, um, Roethlisberger's dragging ass back there because he's limping and he's hurting. So maybe Cleveland will get a, a break there at home against the Steelers and and uh, get some uh, maybe wins. But who knows? Maybe. 
But anyway, playoffs should be fun next week, man. But I know we got some other stuff to talk about. I think the uh, NHL's got some big changes coming up, so we can switch gears here and go to hockey. Yeah, hockey's right around the corner. Uh, December, I think, 27th. The teams that did not make the playoffs or were not in the bubble uh, will not uh, can start participating or practicing. And on January 3rd, the rest of the teams will continue on and get their practice in. 27th, that's today. That means they're practicing uh, on Sunday night then. Yeah, or maybe it starts Monday. Ah. So, <laughs> da. But anyways, January 3rd is the start of the season. This NHL season, which we talked about last podcast, is 2021. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 2021. all 2021. Yeah, let's make that very clear. This whole 2021. Now, what was the saying? I heard, heard uh, I'll get to it later. So there's going to be four divisions, the realignments of the teams. So you're going to have a north, a west, a central, and an east division. Your north division is going to be all Canadian teams. Everybody in Canada is going to play each other. And there's less teams than the west, central, and east. So they're going to play them, them each other about 10 times apiece. I don't know if that's going to help with ratings. I know that the NHL is, you know, ha- going to have a big push because they are renegotiating their their contract with their TV sponsors and who's going to broadcast the game. So maybe we'll see. I don't know. Maybe ESPN will get in on the mix. I doubt it. Maybe the West is going to add. So if you had the Pacific Division, which was the the Ducks the San Jose Sharks, the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights, the Arizona Cardinals, Vancouver Canucks. What about the Blues? Are they out there too? Now now you're adding, well, the Vancouver's out of that division. You're going to add St. Louis is going to be in there. Okay. Dallas is not. Colorado is going to be in there. And obviously all the California teams, Arizona, all those teams. And Minnesota. And Minnesota, right. yeah, and Minnesota. So that that's going to represent your West. Your Central is going to be like Chicago, Detroit. Detroit's back. Chicago and Detroit have really good rivalry, so that, that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Detroit's not the Detroit of the 90s. Well, the Blackhawks really aren't the Blackhawks of the early 2010s. 2010s either. Yeah. But they have Blackhawks have some really good rooks coming up, and they have uh-huh. some really they have some really good talent. I think they have a opportunity. the 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 division you don't want to be in is the East. the The division you do not want to be in is the East. It it's loaded with just bash your brains, smash, crash dash whatever. You got bruisers, total bruisers. Boston, Washington. Philadelphia, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, like Tampa Bay Lightning, Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. No, I think Tampa Bay is in the central. Oh, they they moved them in the central. I think they moved them. And Florida's in the Florida Panthers are in the central. Yep. Yep. But it's all those metropolitan teams just all battling each other. The only interesting thing is when playoffs start, it's going to be the top four teams for each division. And then those teams will whittle down. They'll play two rounds and they'll get it all whittled down. So there's going to be two teams left, obviously for the Stanley cup this year. So 
you could have, say, a Chicago Blackhawks versus a Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You can have two uh, Western teams normally, or you can have two, you can have one Canadian team potentially playing another East Coast Canadian, not a Canadian team. There will not be two Canadian teams battling each other, but there Mm -hmm. will be teams that are in their normal divisions battling each other for the Stanley cup. So that's going to be an interesting twist. I think Yeah, yeah. to this year's uh, games, they're going to play 56 games. I don't know if the, you know, I don't know if the realignment of the teams is good or bad. I know that they with, with Cal uh, California, with Canada holding uh, preventing teams from coming in. Those Canadian teams may, may even play down here in the States. Because there's providences that are going on, like Ontario, Canada, and a few other provinces that are not allowing any games, any professional games to be played at this time. So the struggle is, can they play their games in Canada? If they can't, they're going to come down here. So you're going to see Canadian teams potentially start off playing in the United States. They won't, they won't even have home, field, home, home ice advantage. Well, if if based on th- that's interesting in, indeed, and it makes me wonder. And you think about what teams are probably going to feel the biggest pain with this realignment. And the first team that jumps in my mind is is the Vegas Knights because you think now they've got to deal with Colorado, they've got to deal with St. Louis, two of the best teams in the NHL last season, right? Uh, St. Louis was one of the better team was one of the better teams. Yeah, there was a. Uh... I think Minnesota, I mean, they're they're going to be legitimate Stanley Cup contenders this year. Both those teams, I would think. Oh and yeah. So now, so Vegas, which you know, with last year, um, who was the only team that really kind of pushed them last year? Edmonton or or what? I mean, that's that's interesting. No, so Vegas ended up winning their division, right? So they, but they won their division with like let's say they had eighty one points. The the top team which was, I think it was, I want to say it was Edmonton. I think they had 83, or maybe it was maybe it was um, um, Colorado. They might have had 83. I'm telling you, Colorado in our division, we got to play them nine times. So Canada's got to play all their teams 10 times each. 56 games, we got to play all of our guys nine times each four 56 games and then whatever, you know, however the dust settles, that's where you're going to be left with. So it's going to be, I don't see San Jose making a push. I don't see Arizona making a push. I see Vegas having an impact, especially with their goaltender situation. Uh, I see uh, the avalanche having an impact. Like I see avalanche St. Louis and Vegas, one, two, and three, meaning any spot in one, two, and three. Right, but but meaning Vegas goes from more, most likely being number one to potentially being second or even third in that division now. So it's I think that's that's just the first one that jumped in my mind that that division changed for uh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. St. Louis had 94 points last year. Yeah, Colorado had 92. Vegas, where is Vegas? Where is the Golden Knights? We had 80-something points, I thought. 
So and you're right. You're right about that East man. That's a my and poor Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> having to deal with Boston, Philly, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Caps. Who wants to be a Saber fan next year? Um, they well, that's interesting. You say that Sabers picked up Cody Eakin. They have Jack Eichel, and they picked up uh, Tyler Hall. So they've they added some offensive weapons. So they will be competing. But yeah, you're absolutely. They struggle. They struggled giving up goals last year. So that's going to be a big, big issue for them, especially with that. With playing against all those uh, offensive juggernauts, they're going to be up against. It's 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 interesting the way you laid that lay the divisions out. There are going to be some teams that are kind of kind of hurting. Yeah, there's going to be like you said the renewed oh, yeah. rivalry, perhaps with the the you know Red Wings and the and the Blackhawks, but. Yeah, big changes indeed, man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like Vegas had 86 points. St. Louis had 94. Colorado had 92. Those were your top three. Um, I'm telling you, man, It. I don't want to be in the East. The East, I mean, here's here's what the East has to offer. Boston, uh, Buffalo, Detroit. No, they're, they're in the Central, thank God. Philly, Washington, Pittsburgh. I think Carolina's in the Central. I think... Honestly, the Central, besides Tampa, Carolina will be the other team that potentially can compete with the Blackhawks. I think Blackhawks have a chance, even though they ended, they ended, you know, almost last place. Yeah, they ended up uh, with seventy-two points. They made the playoffs. They ended up playing my Golden Knights because they beat Edmonton. Thank you very much, Chicago. But. Those are the those are the struggles that they're going to have. Well, it is what it is. Nick, Thank you, COVID. Congr- yeah, right. Congrats to Tampa Bay Lighting for you know for winning the NHL. But uh, the we talked about the new NHL team, the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> Release the Kraken. They actually will do their expansion draft July twenty first. They will be available to uh, trade. July 23rd through the 24th. And then they will, free agency will be July 28th. So the 56 game is going to push them out to late June, maybe even early July for the hand, handing off of the Stanley Cup. Now, I am a Golden Knights season ticket holder, and I have declined this season's, obviously, tickets because. Vegas is not going to allow any team, any fans to come to the team. They did not allow it for the Raiders. They talked about first responders for the Raiders to come to the game. I did not see anybody come to the game. If yeah, if you got vaccinated, if you got your vaccine, you could have. They talked about possibly doing that. I know there was a couple football teams that did that. Brought some first responders, people that got vaccinated, which really would be your your hospital workers. For now. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe wouldn't it be funny if hospital workers and 92-year-olds. Right. Senior citizens were the next ones in line to get tickets for the Bears game. <laughs> wow. Hello, 90-year-old grandma. Virginia, Virginia's going to invite all her, her bridge buddies. Her bridge watch, buddies. Watch the Bears beat the Packers. So NHL's got some interesting stuff. Stay tuned. Our podcast will be flipping a little bit more to the NHL side as that that season starts up. We also have basketball. Man, the Bulls, dude. 
What happened to the Bulls' first game, bro? <laughs> I I don't want to talk about the Bulls today. Come on, man. First game, first two games. I didn't see the second game. They 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 have like the the worst point differential in basketball in the in the first two games or something like that. They got smoked. Absolutely smoked. <laughs> Jordan, uh, where are you, man? And we need you back. Shit, Just own the team. Both. Even with one leg, I take him. I take him too, right? Ugh. So I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna have to talk about the Bulls because at some point down the road, the only thing that's gonna be playing at that point is the is the Bulls, but you know the Blackhawks as well and the Dallas Stars and so yeah, it's like I said, we got some NHL. We'll have some MLB in February and March when we're talking about you know up and coming MLB games. Well, the the. Uh... Free agency should start picking up around that time. And then, of course, we have NFL playoffs. Actually, we're going to have a ton to talk about over the next several several months, especially when we see how much is going to change, you know, how much other changes we're going to have with all this COVID stuff going on yeah. and the different things that are going to happen with, you know, because, you know, we talked about it before, this being the first year since I think I said, what, 1997, I believe, since I didn't go live to a Bears game, actually to a Bears game. Yeah, that's and depressing. It's, you know, could put the asterisk on there like we talked about, but still. It's just not the same, man. Right, Couch yeah. Potatoes? Let us know what you think. Hit us up at MM Couch Potatoes on Twitter. Hey, you got a question on uh, on Facebook from a Couch Potato listener. Did you see that? No. Yeah, so... you, you specifically had a question. Oh, let's go to uh, it. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's, on, it's on Facebook. Is it Facebook? Uh, it was in Facebook, and it was a question specifically for you. Oh, I'm sure it was not good. <laughs> sure it was not. I, but it was funny because it looked like it was a question based on something you said or did, and I'm not 100% sure, but I know you know the answer to the question. That's why I don't know if it was a if it's a trick. Can, can you find it? I mean, I, it's, in, it's in the Facebook, uh, what Feed? you call it. Yeah. I'm it's not, on one of the things you posted. Was it Facebook or Twitter? Because I, no. I, I, thought I, I thought I tweeted something. I tweeted something today. Said we were going to go live in our, on our podcast today at 7 o'clock. No, it was... Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But um, it was something that you posted in, in the, in, on the Facebook page. I mean, I and, see Steve. Uh, I said Merry Christmas, and, and Steve yeah, it's replied. On the Merry Christmas one. It's on the Merry Christmas. It says... Yeah, he says, hey, LV, Jay was coming off a Pro Bowl when we got him. I'm assuming Jay Cutler. Yeah. Keep in mind, he broke all the Bears QB records. Who had them prior? So I think he's asking you who had the QB records that he broke prior. I don't think anybody cares who had the QB records prior to Cutler because... But I don't know. But I don't know why he was asking you that. That's the part that didn't make any sense to me. Well, he had to have listened to our podcast. We were probably... I had mentioned Cutler, you know, why did we sign him? Why did we keep him for three more years and all that stuff? Remember, you were talking about how the Bears needed to do it. They had no option. There really wasn't a game plan. I said, well, they should have went into rebuild mode. Ah, I gotcha. Okay. Well, then he was probably, so you know what he was probably getting to is what records did, who did, whose records did he break? Because it was so long ago. Yeah. It was good old so, Sid Luckman. 
back in the I'm 30s sure and was. 40s. Yeah, so that's what I think he was getting to. You know, the second, the most yards in in uh, on the Bears, Jay Cutler. Second, Sid Luckman. Most touchdowns, Jay Cutler. Second, Sid Luckman. Most interceptions, is it Jay Cutler or Sid Luckman? Uh, Cutler. You would think so. It's Sid Luckman. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. With 132 to Cutler's 109. So, okay, that's that's that, that makes sense. Who is the – you know who the highest-rated uh, uh, passer is in Bears history? Um, Miller. Actually, let's, let's do this. Who's the highest-rated quarterback in Bears history? Finished his Bears career with the highest rating. Mitch. Good old Mitch. Jeff Blake. Jeff Blake? <laughs> Oh my God. In two games, he was eight of nine with one touchdown for fifty-five yards. Oh, really? In two one, games, twenty-nine point two. Speaking of Bears, speaking of football, we are tied in our picks going into the final week of the season. Wait, we do have something from Christmas. Hold on, we do have something from Christmas, oh, December twenty-second. I asked everybody to. I asked people out there to put in their locks or their picks. Okay. For this week, we we have uh, a C Burke. So her first name's Connie. Connie is out there. She said the Saints. Her picks for this week was the Saints. It is Christmas weekend after all. <laughs> In parentheses. Oh, nice. And they did win. They team the Team Brady slash Fish over the Raiders. Even though I like the Raiders backup quarterback, Chargers Bills Bears. And she has the Bears as the lock. And yes, the Colts. She says, lock Colts. Oh, lock. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. Oh, wait. Chargers, Bills, Bears with the little prey sign. See, I have to understand the emojis, the little prey sign. And then lock was her Colts. Oh, she lost. How's that working for you there, Connie? (laughs) And it says, the Colts run, ponies run. So... I don't see an upset of the week, but I do see a lock of the week, which she got wrong. So speaking of our picks, getting back to our picks, why don't you tell us what our record is going into the final week of the season? Well, as of right now, we are tied. If Buffalo wins tomorrow, what we does, will both be, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Doesn't I'm matter. just telling you, be, if the, with the win tomorrow, we will be, um, 80 and 55, 80 and 55 overall going into the final week of the season. So it all comes down to this. Oh my. The final week of the season, who's going to come up with the most wins. Now, the interesting thing is, is we're picking these games as we, you know, do our podcast, as we do our podcast. So ultimately um, we could pick all the same games and we'll finish tied. but who the hell wants to do that? (laughs) So, that's that's the worst. I have a feeling that some of these games that I'm going to pick are going to be different than yours, but we're going to wait and see. There's actually two games I still have not picked yet because I just don't know what to do. Now, are we what putting are, are we putting our picks tonight, or are we putting them in on Wednesday on our Twitter? Or do you want to post? Do you want to you want to wait and post them, or do we want to go through them on here? I want to go through them. Okay, it's what we do. Um, All right, yeah. 
want to go. Th- I want to go. I want to go through them. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's uh, close this podcast down then, baby. Okay. What do we got here? All right. So this week we have Falcons at the Buccaneers. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> I'm no. Hey, no. Now you should have. You usually Okay, do here, this here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Here's to uh, make it fair. I'm going to write down my answers. I've already got mine written down. Oh, you do? And, and I'll tell you what. I've already got mine written down. Except for the two. I, I told you there's two games I still have. Okay, which two, which two you have you not picked? The Miami Buffalo game and the Chicago Green Bay game. I still ha- I haven't put that down on paper yet. Okay. But I, have, but I have my other picks. So what I'll do is I'm going to snap a picture of it here. Oh, no, no. You don't have to snap anything. It's okay. fine. All you have to do uh, is I'm going to give you my pick, but you... I believe you. I'm going to trust you. All right. Okay. I got it right here in front of me, so I promise. So Falcons at Buccaneers. I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with Tampa. That's an easy one, right? That that, I'm going with with Tampa as well. Okay. And that's my lock of the week. Really? I've not used Tampa Bay Tampa yet. I think they're going to win and they're going to crush Atlanta. So that's my lock. You're going to like my lock here. All right. Uh, Cowboys at the Giants. I'll let you do that one. Um, so here's the thing. I am going to take the Cowboys on this one. On the road, I think they're going to beat the Giants. Um, I believe they have a good feeling about the Eagles beating the Redskins to give the Cowboys a chance to get into the postseason. And, um, you know, Dalton played by far and away his best game as a Cowboy today. Ezekiel Elliott had a great game. They played a little – it was a little rough in the first half, but they came back in the second half to win it, played well. I think they're going to do what they need to do and win the division that everybody felt they were going to win anyway. So it's all going to come full circle. Granted, they're going to be seven and nine, but I'm going to take the boys to win it. I agree. And I almost want, I, I'm, I'm going to put a little, I'm going to put lock right next to that. And I'm going to put a question mark. Did you already put all your pick? You did already put your, no, no, there. I'm doing them right now as we're talking. Oh, so funny. Vikings, Vikings at Lions. Well, then I'll tell you mine first because it doesn't matter. Vikings at the Lions. Man, two teams that don't have, they have nothing to play for. No playoff implications in this game. Uh, Six and nine, five and 10. And see, once again, it depends. If Stafford's not in, then I'm taking the Vikings, which that's what I'm going to (laughs) take. I am also taking the Vikings. I picked Minnesota. Okay. Detroit has given up on that on that coaching staff run. That's why I'm picking them. Not whether Stafford plays or not. That that team's just playing like complete trash. So I'm going to take the Vikes. Jets at Patriots. Now both teams have no playoff implications. Nothing to play for. And I feel like I have to go with the Jets. J E T S. Jets. 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 They're out of the number one pick. Out of the. Out of the um, right, they're locked in at number two. They have really nothing to play for. They're locked in at number two. Uh, I like the Jets. They they are battling back. They're winning games because remember, Adam Gacy has basically said, "Hey, we're going to play. We're playing to win. We're not playing to lose to take the first pick in the draft." I don't know if they're going to keep Donaldson. They're probably going to get rid of him. I would think. Get rid of who? With Donaldson. Is it Donaldson or Donald? Oh yeah, Arnold. Uh, yeah, Donald. Donald. Aaron Donald. 
Aaron Donald. Okay. Who who you got there, T Dog? I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Hmm. I don't think Bill Belichick is gonna lose at home to the New York Jets. He hates the <laughs> New York Jets. He's gonna figure out a way to win that game. Yeah, and I, I think first opportunity for it to be it'll come down to that game potentially, because there's a lot of games that are gonna be roughly easy to pick, but we'll see. Steelers at the Browns. Is that gonna be an easy one to pick? I think so. Okay. Um Steel I think Browns need the win. And and it's in Cleveland. I think the Browns will get the win. I'm taking Cleveland as well, partly because of what I talked about earlier, where I don't think the Steelers are going to have much to play for and may rest some key starters in that one. Now, this is, of course, assuming the Browns get all the receivers back, I guess. They should. But they will also, they will also have a week to practice with the other ones in case they don't. Uh, but I'm going to take Cleveland as well. Okay, Ravens at the Bengals. You know, Surprisingly, the the Bengals have had a couple of upsets. They won a few games, which I wouldn't have thought they would have won, but they did. Mm-hmm. But I don't see them beating the Ravens. I think the Ravens have there's playoff impl- implications here. Huge. They need to win. It's against a team that's not it's four and ten and one. They're not that good. I like the Ravens. Well, and that's one of those teams I talked about earlier. The 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 Ravens need to win to get in, or they need Cleveland or Indy to lose. And, you know, Cleveland, we just talked about them and them in the Pittsburgh game. Um, you know, Indy, I believe, is uh, – where's the Indy game here? I think they're hosting Jacksonville. Yeah, so the Jacksonville uh, – Indy's hosting Jacksonville, which, of course, has nothing to play for. That should be an easy win. So they really can't count on anybody else. Baltimore needs to win this game. Uh, so I'm going to take Baltimore as well. All right. Dolphins at the Bills. I like the Bills in this one. I think in Buffalo, Dolphins going up there. I know Dolphins need a win. But I still like the Bills to pull this one out. I think weather, depending if the weather is crappy up there, I think Bills have a better chance of defeating Dolphins. That's my pick. What do you well, got? it's interesting. I mean, the Bills play tomorrow night, Monday night game against New England. Presuming they win there and they beat Miami, then they would have the number two seed overall. So they do have a little bit to play for if they want to, you know, find themselves right behind Kansas City. But, you know, it's hard to pick this game. This is why I was kind of stuck on this one when we ha- they haven't played that game yet. Should they somehow lose to New England, that game becomes even bigger from a playoff seeding perspective. Um but I tell you what, I'm going to take the Bills at home as well. I think they're going to. I think they're going to pull that one off. Seahawks at the Niners. Niners had a big win for us, for us Chicago fans. For the couch potato fans that are from Chicago, you have to be quite happy with George Kittle and him and him beating the Arizona Cardinals. Now the Arizona Cardinals are going. In, oh no, the Seahawks are playing the 49ers, and the 49ers have won two in a row, I think. The last two games, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they lost today. But. Lost to, the, oh, no, they beat Arizona today. I'm sorry, they beat Arizona. Not today, but this weekend. Okay. Yeah. So the Seahawks need a win. The Niners do not. So they're. Well, here's the thing, though, LV. We don't know that yet. 
because if Green Bay beats Chicago earlier in the day, then they don't have a chance for home field advantage in the playoffs. Good call. So that's why but I'm going. They could be resting their players. So you're going with who? I'm going with the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm taking them as well. <laughs> <laughs> All that for nothing. Dang it. All right, Cardinals at the Rams. Um, I think out of spite, Rams have lost, what, the last two? They're struggling. They're struggling, man. And what better way to get back than to, to smash a Rams skull into a Cardinals forehead? And they're in L.A. Rams defensively should be able to handle Cardinals offensively is what I think. So I'm going to go with the Rams over the Cardinals. That's my pick. We'll put it down. All right. I'm going to take Arizona in this one as my upset of the week because I'm not quite sure what the Jared Goff situation is going to be. He dislocated that thumb. Uh, they said it could be something even more than dislocation. So they're going to have to be going with an unproven backup if that's the case. So um, I think Arizona is going to come in and rebound on this one after a tough loss to the Niners. I'm going to take Arizona, my upset of the week. Did you? Or I'm going to take, yeah, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona upset of the week. Gotcha. Uh, did, have I picked the Colts as my lock of the week at all? You have not. Ooh, what better way to end the year with the Colts over the Jacksonville Jaguars? Colts need a win. Yeah, it's, I, haven't, it's, I haven't picked them either. But, yeah, you could go 10-0 if you hit that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the – I really want the Cowboys as my lock. But I'm not. I'm going to take the Colts as my lock of the week. And because I we saw how Jacksonville played today. And the Bears barely lost to the Colts at the beginning. It was their first loss, actually. Game three, I think. And or two or whatever. Maybe it was game four. It was one January. of those games. No, no, no. The Bears played the Colts. Oh, yeah, it was week four. It yeah. was the first start for for uh, Foles. That was the first game he started after leading them back in a yeah. comeback. Against and, we the, bar- uh, and we barely lost to them. It wasn't like a blowout. 19-13, something like that. Yeah, two defensive teams. So if we barely lost to them, but we smashed the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm gonna... Oh, that's your logic. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. taking the Colts, too. For exactly why you just said. Oh, dang. I put you down for Jags. I don't know why. I'm sure. All right. So now we have Tennessee at Texans, the the double T's. Tennessee. Done. What? Texans are brutal. J.J. Watt called the team out today saying, if you don't want to win, get the hell out of here. And rightfully so. Houston's a complete mess. Yeah. Which is frustrating because I really had high hopes for Houston and I like that football team. Well, you gave away your best wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You tra- you traded him away for for really nobody, nobody. And now you're upsetting the rest of your good players. It's it, they're a mess. So I see Tennessee I mean, going in. I took I took Hopkins when he was a rookie in fantasy football because I had high hopes for him, and he has not. It was him. Remember, it was Hopkins, and it was um, that Andre guy. He had a he had a pretty good year too. Is yeah. it, huh? Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Man, could you imagine those two now? Like Andre Johnson is prime, and Hopkins right now. Jesus. 
So, anyways, Texans they effed up, man. They they really dropped the ball. But I, I don't to get David Johnson running back. Really, he had one good year and then he got hurt. He's a scrub. Yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent. He's terrible, and that that whole that whole team is in trouble. Yeah, I like Tennessee as well on the road. Well, we have two teams that are definitely not playing for anything. We got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos. And um, you know what? I'm going to take the Raiders on this one. I don't think Gruden's going to sit here and just let them, you know, backdoor into nothing, meaning unless he likes the backdoor. That's a possibility. But I will tell you this. Las Vegas Raiders need to change something up, and they need to figure something out. And what better team than the Broncos? They're 5-10. and 10. I mean, you might even put Mariota in. Who knows? Even if you put Mariota in, you put in some of the re- uh, you know players, maybe you're resting players, <laughs> resting players for the offseason. Maybe you're doing that. I think the Raiders still beat the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos are that good of a team. So... Well, I'm going to take the Broncos on this one. Why is that? They're just playing good. They've been playing better late as of late. So I am going to take Denver, not just because you took Las Vegas. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Chargers at the Chiefs. <laughs> this is an interesting one. Yep, and that's why I'm going with Chargers. Ah, oh, you are? Yep. Oh, so was I. Because the Chiefs don't have nothing that they can lose. They can rest every single will they? I mean, you think about it, you know they will. they're still a good football team overall, but they I barely think, they barely squeaked out they barely squeaked out today's Falcons game. have been playing good football lately though. Aha uh, Yes. Aha but have they? They ha- they've been playing good football lately, and that team beats themselves more than they lose to anybody else. Correct. So that's Check. not good football. Okay, let's make that very clear. But I'm going to take the Chargers as well. Put put me down. Put me down. Uh, you're down. All right. Um, skip that one because we'll let, leave that for the end. Saints at the Panthers. I'll take the Saints. It's going to be a big game for them. I agree. Big from a playoff perspective, especially if the. Uh, Bears beat the Packers, but I agree. I like the Saints as well. And then we have Washington football team at the Eagles. Mm-hmm. We got there. Uh, if Alex Smith is not in, I'm taking the Eagles. Could that be my? That. Could that be my upset of the week? Was the Eagles the favorite or not? I would guess that it's probably the line is off on that game right now because they don't know. So who are you taking? I'm taking Philly. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm pretty sure your son will appreciate us picking Philly on that one. And then last but not least, the Chicago Bears are at home. Your upset of the week. What? Depending on how you're picking, this could be your upset of the week. I don't know who to pick for this game. I just, I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. Hold on, and I'm gonna. You're right. I'm gonna take that as upset of the week. There you go. <laughs> Woo, man! My upset. First off, my upset of the weeks have been brutal. I'm probably, 
I think you're beating me with upset of the weeks. I think yeah, you've my, got two. I like one. I've got two. You've got one. There you go. Well, so it's, not a, it's yeah. We we're not great at picking upsets. Locks of the week. I'll tell you what, man. You're doing pretty damn. I'm good. pretty yeah. damn good. Four. You've got four lock of the weeks. Four. Not five, sir. I've got four. Wow. Yeah. What do I have? You have nine with with nary a loss. Unfortunately. Yeah. So you could finish a clean 10 and 0 but you know what this is an abbreviated season wait till next year buddy yeah i know i'm gonna have my locks locked in and for and for your couch potato fans out there we want you to participate in our nfl picks yeah at the very least let's get lock let's get locks of the week for the end of the season if you got them so we're calling out you know steve john mandala john mandala who else we calling out the other five people. That well, are whoever is listening out there, put it. Send us a tweet. Tweet us. Tweet us. Tweet us. Tweet us. At mm couch potatoes. That is Mary Mary Couch Potatoes, all one word. You can also do that on Facebook. Beautiful. Give us, give us your lock, and give us your upset of the week. Connie, I know you're out there. Fire away. I know you're listening to this right now. Probably while you're driving. So don't get in an accident when I've said your name on air. But you need to put in your lock and you're upset. Because right now you're 0-1. You're, you're. So it looks like we've got three games that we pick differently for next week. So we're tied. Yep. We got England, New York Jets. Denver, Las Vegas, and Arizona, Los Angeles Rams. Those are our three games that are going to make or break, be the difference. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that you're going to win it. That's my feeling. And I'm fine with that. Well, you know what? New England, I I feel good about New England. I think that's basically out of those games, it's whoever's going to win two out of three, which I think I like the fact that it is an odd number because it is somebody's going to win it. So... If out of those three games, who do I feel the most comfortable about? It would be New England and Arizona. I'm not really excited about the Denver pick, but I put it down before we did this podcast, so I don't want to change it. I'm going to stick with it, even though Ooh. I like what you said. You're thinking the Raiders at Gruden's going to be like, all right, I'm not going out with a loss, but yeah. I'm going to stick with it. Oh, well, that's fair enough. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a new year when we do this. It's going to be 2021. About time. Well, are we? Yeah, next Sunday. Yep. It'll be uh, a new year, folks. There you go. You know, do you? Do you I got you, T-Dog. I got you. I hear you. We're going to wrap this up here in a second. But one last thing before we're out, we're going to just – you have any uh, New Year's resolutions for this podcast? New Year's resolutions for this podcast. Yes, I think definitely I want to get this this – my whole setup just dialed in. I, that's going to be my number one priority. Okay. You know, now that this thing's really taken off and we're got tons of sponsors and thousands and thousands of listeners and followers <laughs> and followers and everything else. No, no, no. I, I, you know what, dude, this uh, closing out th- this being the last podcast of 2020, which obviously has been just a shitty year all the way around for, for all the reasons everybody already knows about. We've talked at nauseum. Um, but this has been fun. This is, you know, for you and I to kind of sit around and just, you know, we were just bullshitting about wanting to do this and whether, Hey, let's do this, let's do this. And 
you know, even I was a little bit skeptical, skeptical, I should say, about it. I know early on it was more like a, you know, it almost felt like an ESPN broadcast. Oh, the Bears rushed for 212 yards yesterday. And my, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's interesting how when you actually kind of loosen up and you do things a little bit differently and you find ways to make this more fun and more interesting. I think I think we're on the head in the right direction, so I think it's going to be fun. Um, I, as far as resolutions go, just don't sound like an idiot. Don't sound stupid, as our one couch potato listener Steve would say. Oh, I like that. And for me, for me, I want to get it. We need an outro. We folks, we just finished. We just got our official Monday morning couch potato. What's that? I said I hope they liked it. Yeah, we had our official Monday morning couch potato intro. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or email us at info at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. <laughs> hey, just so you know, we did have a listener that said our outro music from last week was really bad. Was it? Wow. Yes. I don't even remember what I used. That, probably that, that stupid, easy listening. Slow. Song. Yeah. Should like, I do this like country one? Listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Yeah, you know, let's not end it on that crap. No, we need we need upbeat, high energy. There you go. All right, let's end it on this one. There we go, folks. You, you, you like that? I like it too. You have been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit us. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at MM Couch Potatoes. Listening to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are. The Monday Morning Couch Potatoes podcast is for general information purposes only. Thank you so much for listening. And go Bears! And I'm out.